0: Look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More than money with the Popovich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm
1: Faisal Carmelli, my co host here, Dave Popowitch. How are you doing, buddy?
0: Been uh, an interesting week. Whew. Uh, I don't know how else to say it. It was never a dull day. No, it was never, never like,
1: you know. Sometimes in a week, when we're speaking at the end, we kind of give a bit of a recap of what happened, and it's not like every day something's popping up. Right. Uh, this week's a little bit different. We something popped up every single day.
0: Well, yeah, and that's been like for three weeks, right? It's just it's crazy. It's evolving. Uh, emotions are running high in people. Uh, yeah. It's um, how
1: are you feeling? How are you know? Because we. Being on you know such limited sleep and and uh, you know we're self isolated this is the first time I've uh, been in the same room and even though we're we're separate from each other mm. you know and and so forth the teams all split up in four different directions or four different locations I mean so how how are you dealing with it as as an advisor speaking to the to the public and to our clients mm,
0: I, you know I I've got to say it was um, it was an encouraging week. Uh, I've had lots of wonderful conversations. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they're not difficult. Not to say that they're not emotional. Not to say that they're not scary. Yeah, um, that's not what I'm implying. I am implying that uh, that we're all in this together. Um, it's a fascinating conversation this time. This is a health impact. Not. It's not like the financial crisis and the Correct. fact that, you know, number one, let's talk about people's health and safety. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thankfully haven't come across anybody who have been impacted by the virus yet. Yeah. Um, that will probably change. Uh, but that that's an important piece of the conversation. And then, of course, second to that is, uh, are we going to make it through this? Yeah. And are we structured properly? And it's a lot of structure and discipline. And we've been harping on those two words um, for, for three or four weeks now. But yeah. you know, we're not going to stop here anytime soon because it's an important piece of the conversation.
1: Yeah. I've, I've been having a lot of good conversations with clients, walking through the thought process, understand this is a pandemic. Um, but I've been doing a lot of research and reading. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <coughs> in those in those times when you start to read sometimes you read a bit too much and yeah. you get too much information yeah. and then you got to filter it and so if i'm doing that and that's part of my job i get paid to do the research i can only imagine what the average person is going through with too much information mm-hmm. well every sensationalized headlines right yeah yeah right? and so in this in, in what's happening in this whole let's call it the government action. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll, I'll break it down in two areas. What's happening is you're getting a floor or a bottom being established in the liquidity of the economy, mm-hmm. money being moved around. That's what the central banks are doing. That's why on Friday, dropped the interest rate, the overnight rate by 50 basis points to 25 basis points. Um, that's part of the process. They're buying commercial paper. So basically they're trying to keep liquidity so people don't have and businesses don't have a freeze in the the money. Then in comes the federal government around the world to produce they call it quote unquote stimulus. Mm -hmm. I want them to change that word. Mm -hmm. I want them to change it away from stimulus to economic destruction prevention plan. Okay. Because this money is not going to stimulate the economy. It's going to prevent it from catastrophe. Fair. Fair. And so all these programs, wage subsidies, business loans, emergency reserve, or that's just to keep people afloat to where it was over the last six weeks. This is not a plan that's going to enhance the economy. Not yet. That's the next round. Yeah. And I don't think we're done yet.
0: On the... On on any
1: type of government action. Right. More money is going to be put towards stabilizing
0: and then enhancing well it's gonna it's gonna protect right that's the number one thing so let's put this on the table there's no limit to what governments and central banks are going to do period it doesn't matter what they say today if they need to do more they will do more correct worldwide full stop
1: and so when you are in a situation like this And you see three days of rally, 20% recovery in the markets. Technically, we're now in a bull from the bottom of the last (laughs) bull. And all that stuff that's going on. And people are saying, and and I got a text message, Mm -hmm. a text message
0: Mm -hmm. saying, should I buy? Right. Oh, don't, no, no, so, dude. It's, whoa, whoa, I've been whoa, whoa. having so many conversations about that. In fact, more conversations about missing the rally back up than I am about the down. Isn't that amazing? It's now, amazing. Okay, so let's look at
1: a couple things that we need to understand before we know where we should be going. Right. The, I believe, and you you chime in on this one too, Dave. I think that the markets will have a V-shaped recovery. Mm-hmm. The economy will be a U-shaped recovery. The markets will will move in advance of the economy. You call it a V, and I'm not saying it's a straight, sharp V. Okay. It is a it's a V shape. When does the bottom hit? I don't know. Mm-hmm but it's gonna recover because there are gonna be a couple of things that's gonna come into, into the reality yeah. that says, okay, we're back to norm or we're getting there. Right. And the markets are a six to nine month forecast Correct. of what the economy is going to do. It's yeah. not what's happening today. Okay. The economy, and I'm just saying globally, will be a U-shaped recovery. Okay. That U-shaped recovery, I'm concerned, how long is the bottom of that U?
0: Well, that's the great debate, right? isn't it? That's the
1: great debate. Yeah. So, are we at the bottom of the stock market? Don't know. I'll tell you six months after the bottom. How's that?
0: Okay, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna t- say something that I've said to everybody I've talked to because I've been asked that question a lot. Picking the bottom is the exclusive sandbox. Okay, you only play in the sandbox if you're a sensationalist headline or your history. That's it. Nicely said. Nobody else should be in that sandbox. Nicely Forget said. about that.
1: So. The the approach that I think we need to understand is there's a few things that's the unknown. Mm-hmm. Number one, how quickly will the money that the governments are putting in get to the pockets of the individuals and businesses? Yeah. That's number one. Number two, the flattening of this curve. There is a- Health you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the whole virus, pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. This curve has to flatten- to some degree where it can be sustained within the healthcare systems of the respective provinces and federal governments. And countries, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's number two. Mm -hmm. Number three, the economy has to start showing signs of recovery, meaning people are going back to work, doors are
0: opening in businesses, we're allowed to have commerce. That has to start. Well, wait a minute, let's talk about that for just a second, because commerce is evolving too. Correct. Don't discount that, right? Correct. We talked about There is this. there is economic activity. Right.
1: It's not all bricks and mortar. Right. There is a economic e-commerce happening. Correct. And it's evolving, but that change is a is you a bet. is a slower change. Yeah, you bet. There's a lot of things you can't do right. online right. that you need bricks and mortar for. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and those
0: those businesses are directly gonna be impacted.
1: Correct. And so <clears throat> That we need to figure out how that's getting back to the new normal, yeah. whatever that new normal will be. Yeah. So there's a lot of unknowns. Now, we've been doing this for many, many years. We know that the markets do not like the unknown. Yeah. They want some sense of security yes. or certainty. Yes. We don't have that. So am I saying we're going to have a straight up V shape from today? No. I think we have volatility, which is why I use the letter V on yep. on the on the horizon but i think we are getting closer and closer to some sort of understanding right before we come up to the solution right and that being said be prepared for volatility and be prepared to have a strategy for the volatility the structure and discipline is required
0: yeah well it's funny how the various letters of the alphabet have been applied to what this is going to look like yeah right um We've got L's, we got V's. I'm going to throw in W because that, that may be of what course. it looks like, right? Uh, and the U's, we're going to talk about that in more detail and, and then the structure and discipline to take advantage of this in the in the fourth segment today. So you want to definitely stick around for that. I've also got some thoughts, Faisal, on sort of the three different phases of what we're going through, starting with the great negotiation that we've been talking about. Okay. okay. What comes after the great negotiation? So okay. let's talk about what to expect because people need to keep their wits about them um, you know, when they're, when they're in the, uh, in the markets, you, you can't afford to make a bunch of emotional decisions. So we've got a
1: great show today. We've got Jamie Golenbeck coming on, talking about the new st- uh, changes in the tax side of things. If you're an individual or a business owner, you need to listen to the show yep. because he's got some great information on that. And then we're going to talk about these three different cycles or phases that we're going through and how, no matter what happens, you got it. how do you take care of your retirement Yeah that's going to come out in the show. So stick around for the entire show. We're really excited. And we're going to have our first live webinar explaining how to bulletproof your retirement on Tuesday, April 21st, 7 p.m. Now you need to register for this. So go to morethanmoneyradio.com. That's morethanmoneyradio.com to register.
0: If you've in any way been affected by the COVID through employment, business owner, whatnot, stick around for the next uh, next two segments. We're going to have Jamie Golenbeck help us understand what programs are available for you. You're on 770 CHQR and more than money. Welcome back You're here with Dave and Faisal on 770 CHQR and more than money. Faisal, I mean, this situation um, that we're facing is evolving in every way, shape, and form. Really, almost on an hourly by hour, you know, hour by hour, minute by minute basis. Correct. It's
1: crazy what's going on. Everybody's trying to figure things out, and it's going at such a fast pace. So that when you try to give information to your audience. And you try to make it as timely as possible. By the time you can get this stuff out, it might be a little bit dated.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. absolutely. Now, there's been some big fiscal stimulus come out uh, all around the world and in Canada here. And we're going to talk, um, talk about that with Jamie Golenbeck in just a minute. I think it's important to note that, uh, that we are recording this on Friday morning. Correct, And I, I make a point of saying that um, just because who knows what's going to change between Friday morning and the time we can produce this and get it out on on Saturday yeah, afternoon. The,
1: the government has announced some stuff. We haven't got all the details as, as of time of this recording. Uh, but I wanted just to, you know, make sure people understand that, you know, over the weekend, things can change. And so we're, we're giving this information to you based on, on uh, our conversation with Jamie on Friday.
0: Jamie Goldenbeck is the Managing Director of Tax and Estate Planning at CIBC Private Wealth Management, and a regular recurring guest of our show. Jamie, welcome back.
2: Uh, thanks for having me.
0: We've got lots to talk about, uh, and as we noted at the, sort of at the top of the segment, there, it's constantly evolving, Jamie, so we're going to sort of draw on, your, on, on the best knowledge that you have and the most recent information, recognizing that things can change from Friday morning beyond that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the tax measures, so Canada's response to the COVID-19, and let's start on an individual basis. Uh, some of the, uh, the programs that have been put in place uh, that we're aware of now to help individuals as they go through this.
2: Absolutely. Well, I think the most important one for most people is the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. And that was announced just a couple of days ago. And basically, what we'll do is provide Canadians who are eligible uh, with $2,000 per month for up to four months. That's 16 weeks. And that's for workers who lose their income as a result of COVID-19. So effectively, this would include uh, people that don't qualify for EI because maybe they're self-employed or they don't have enough minimum hours. It includes contract workers. Uh, It includes um, people that are not being paid, even if they're still employed. Uh, It includes anyone who's sick or taking care of someone who's sick. And it even includes working parents who have to stay home without pay uh, to care for children who are sick or maybe because school has been closed. So a wide, wide stretch of people, $2,000 a month, retroactive to March the 15th uh, for up to four months. And um, there'll be an online portal. So you will just, at the beginning of April, you'll log on, uh, you'll register your information. Assuming that you qualify, uh, you'll start getting those payments within 10 days. That's the primary source of income uh, right now that the government has put into place.
1: And so... When You said if you qualify, are you aware of what the qualification requirements are?
2: Yeah, you have to be over the age of 15, and you have to have had $5,000 of employment or self-employment income uh, in the previous year. So if you meet those definitions, and you're no longer receiving any employment income for a two-week period. So if someone's still paying you, even if they're not paying you very much, you're not going to qualify you've got to have no employment income for a two week period and have a minimum of $5,000 of employment income in the prior 12 months.
1: Now Jamie, we we at the time of this recording there was an announcement made by the federal government. We don't have all the details at this point in time, but there is some headline information that you have. Can you share that with us?
2: Yeah, most of the changes that were announced today uh, so far on Friday deal with the uh, Canada Emergency Uh, business account for small businesses, and the wage subsidy. So we don't have any new information yet uh, on an individual basis, but uh, the changes that were announced just today uh, relate specifically to small business owners. Uh, One of them is to increase the wage subsidy uh, from 10% up to 75% backdated to March the 15th. And the second one is launching a Canada emergency business account where banks will offer $40,000 loans guaranteed by the government of Canada uh, to qualifying businesses. They'll be interest-free for a year. Uh, for certain businesses, uh, up to $10,000 will be forgivable. And they're going to make uh, you know, uh, these things available and uh, some minor changes to GST and HST and, and some imports. So we're waiting for all those details. Those should be out shortly.
1: And, and there are some deferral of payments. People may be concerned that there's tax deadlines coming and so forth. For the individual, there's been some changes on that. Can you give us some idea in regards to how tax payment and filing deadlines have changed?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, you have now until June the 1st uh, to file your personal tax return. That's a month later than April 30th. If you're self-employed or you and your spouse, you still have till June the 15th. And you also have, if you owe money, now very few people owe money, most people get a refund. So if you get a refund, you're encouraged to file as soon as possible. But um, if you do owe money, you actually have until September the 1st to pay any balance owing on the 2019 tax return. In addition, if you regularly pay quarterly tax installments in March and June, et cetera, you can defer uh, any installments that you are owing uh, from now until the end of August. You can actually make those installment payments uh, by September the 1st, and you will not be charged uh, any interest or penalties on a late installment.
1: Is there any declaration you have to give? Is this automatic? Do people have to register for that? What's the process to nope, do? You no,
2: know? that's, you know, that's all automatic. All automatic. So uh, you don't have to do anything to do any of that. that that's just all automatic. The only thing that you actually have to register for uh, in April is the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. Uh, some of the other benefits, like the special one time payment for the GST HST credits, will be automatic. The increased Canada child benefit amount in May, if you've got children, that is also going to be automatic.
0: Good deal. Okay, that that's good to know. The um, um, the RIF minimums uh, have changed, uh, so anybody that is required to draw from their RIFs, I think this is an important uh, un- uh, change in, to understand for this year.
2: Absolutely. So normally speaking, as you all know, when you convert an RSP to a RIF, typically at age seventy-one, there's a minimum amount that you have to take out each year after the year that you convert. So at age seventy-two, that's generally around five percent. What they've now done is reduced the amounts for 2020 of the minimum required by 25%. So in fact, you only have to withdraw 75% of the normal percentages. These are all based on fair market value of the plans on January the 1st of the beginning of the year. And of course, we know that depending on how you've been invested, the financial markets have been uh, somewhat devastated. And therefore, your RSP and certainly your RIF could be down significantly. And therefore, this is taking that into consideration and saying if you don't need the money, you now can withdraw 75% of the normal uh, minimum amount uh, from your RIF. There has been some
0: changes to how, um, say, trusts have to report and so on and so forth. So what expectations should Canadians have here for having accurate tax information to actually file, given that some of the reporting has been pushed back as well?
2: Yeah, I think most people by now have received all of their uh, T3 slips. Technically, uh, those are income from trusts, including mutual fund trusts. All the other T5s, everything else was due by the end of February. Uh, There are still situations where someone might be waiting for a T3. For all the main commercial mutual fund trusts, I I would be hard-pressed to find a company that hasn't issued it already. Technically speaking, there may be some personal trusts or private trusts. Those trusts actually have until May the 1st to file uh, their returns so theoretically if you're waiting you may not get your uh, slip for them Um, that could be a problem for for some people but most of the information is available online I don't know of any major mutual fund company that has not already issued slips um, either physically or electronically yet
0: okay that's good news now We're gonna. We have to take a quick break here, Jamie. I want to have you stick around if you can. We'll come back and we want to talk a little bit about uh, the the government's plan to help support small business. You know, aside from the wage subsidies, some of those programs. Uh, So stick around for that. Now, before we take a quick break, Faisal. You know, in environments like this, and and people are either approaching or living in retirement, we still have to get through these periods, right? And structure and discipline becomes really important, certainly when we, you know, and factoring in all the changes that happen. And we're going to talk about these. There's a
1: process on how to protect your income through every volatile time. There's a process on how to profit and protect in the markets through every market condition. And these are the conversations and the process that we're going to show uh, to the attendees of our webinar. This is our first webinar. Normally, we have people get together in a, in a room and we yep. can kind of walk them through it. But we've now recorded uh, a, a uh, webinar that we will have for yep. them. And then we will answer live uh, questions and answers after. We would love for you to join. And that will be on Tuesday, April 21st, 7 p.m. online Go to morethanmoneyradio.com to register, and we will make sure you can have access to this this session, and then we'll be opening up for question and answers live after that that video. So again, on April 21st, 7 p.m., go to morethanmoneyradio.com to register.
0: Well, if you're a small business owner or you know a small business owner, call them right now. Have them tune in after the break because we're going to talk to Jamie about what programs are available to ensure that their businesses stay strong and are there for when we recover from this, uh, from this isolation. You're listening to 770CHQR in More Than Money. Welcome back here with Dave and Faisal on 770CHQR in More Than Money. Look at you way over there. <laughs> How are you? Uh, how's the what? How's the atmosphere over there? How's the weather? Thank God I've got my headphones on. <laughs> Listen, we had uh, we we're really fortunate. We've got G- uh, Jamie Golenbeck with us. Uh, he's the managing director, tax and estate planning at CIBC Private Wealth Management. Faisal, things are evolving so quickly right now. We we you know we just our last segment we talked a little bit about some of the support mechanisms in place for individuals. If you've been temporarily laid off, tax filings, all of those things, really important timely information. I just want to say to people that we are recording this. At as of Friday morning and things are evolving so quickly that this is this is information current as of Friday morning okay so tune in we'll continue to update you you know next week and so on and so forth
1: yeah and, and for more updates as well we're go to our Popwich Carmeli Advisory Group uh, uh, Facebook page LinkedIn page uh, we are able to give more timely information using those social media outlets than our weekly programs so uh, continue to you know reach out to us via that and we'll be able to give you more updates along the way
0: perfect Uh, Jamie, welcome back. Thank you. So when we take our finger off the pause button here, we have to make sure that people, uh, you know, have been able to pay their mortgages and feed the family through this period of time if they have been temporarily laid off or whatever the effect is. But we also have to have businesses to go back to. And governments worldwide, including the Canadian government, have, have been you know, sharpening their pencil, looking at ways to make sure that we can support business through this. So let's, let's maybe shift our focus a little bit to, uh, to the business community and what in the government response plan to the COVID-19 virus uh, do you want to highlight from, from a business perspective?
2: So I think the, the biggest news, the, the breaking news that we have uh, as of today, is, is, a, is a huge increase to the temporary wage subsidy. Now, this is uh, something that was announced, uh, you know, last week. It was fine-tuned a couple of days ago, and then just uh, just on Friday was increased. And this is huge now because now it's 75%. So what they're basically saying is that uh, you're going to get a wage subsidy up to 75% of eligible wages that you pay to employees to try to keep them on. And uh, I think that's really an important program. And uh, we're waiting for the details on, on the dollar limits. We had dollar limits before when it was 10%. Uh, that was already a couple of days ago. Uh, I suspect that there might be changes to that. We just we haven't seen the, the new draft of legislation yet. But I think wage subsidies will, will really help uh, in terms of business owners who have a number of employees who are paying them. Uh, now the government is going to say, look, uh, you can reduce the amount of income tax um, that you send to us uh, in the form of a, a direct wage subsidy uh, up to 75%. And again, we're going to get those dollar amounts so uh, hopefully in the next day or so. But I think that will really help uh, eligible employers. And that includes... Um, you know, individuals, sole proprietors who may have a business, include certain partnerships. It includes charities and nonprofits who have, have, you know, numerous workers and have certainly private companies as long as they have below $15 million of, uh, of taxable capital. So many small businesses uh, would also qualify. And the nice thing is that you don't have to apply for it. It's going to be an automatic reduction. So you know how we remit payroll every yeah. couple of weeks or every month, depending on the type of uh, employer you are, what yeah. you're going to be able to do is reduce the amount of the remittances uh, directly from your payroll to the government so you get an immediate effectively uh, cash bonus you still withhold the money from your employee but you do not send it to the government so the 75% wage subsidy is immediate cash that you're gonna be able to get from the withholdings that you otherwise would take uh, from your employees you get to keep that use that in your business that is the way the wage subsidy is gonna work
1: I just want to mention to all business owners listening that this is again uh, this is as a Friday morning. More information has been coming out over the weekend and so forth. But, but just stay tuned to and and go to the websites for the the federal government for details. Because um, in these types of conversations, uh, Dave, as you know, a lot of people will tweet things we'll put put stuff on the internet that may not be a hundred percent accurate so we want to make sure that you go to the source go to the uh, federal government's website to make sure you understand what the process is and we will do our best to get that information out to you, because this is this is moving very fast, and they they'll things are going to change, yeah. processes will change, and so just staying on top of it, uh, you, this is where the business owner has to step up and do some work here and actually get all the information before they just assume that everything's going to be okay.
0: So let's let's Jamie let's piggyback on that comment. I think that's important. So let's just take a. Um to the best of your knowledge given the information you have today and i get that that's only um partial information small business five employees how how in your understanding of the data that we have today how does that work what what is the, the business owner going to see and how is it going to roll out
2: so effectively you look at your uh remuneration and we're expecting them to announce a higher limit so the limit uh, when it was 10 percent was, you know, $1,375 per employee, $25,000 per employer. Um, But now what they're going to do is going to give you a subsidy up to 75% of remuneration. So we're just waiting to see the the details on what the the limit is per employee and what the limit will be for employer. So effectively, what you're going to be able to do is take 75% um, of a remuneration up to a dollar amount. And typically speaking, that dollar amount will probably be around, you know, up to $55,000, which is the sort of the, right. the, the yearly maximum pensionable earnings. So you're going to be able to take that money um, and effectively uh, reduce the amount of taxes that you otherwise submit to the government by the amount of the subsidy. So effectively, you're getting that cash flow immediately because you're deducting the tax uh, from your employer, but you're not remitting it from your employee. Right. You're not remitting it. So you're going to keep that, keep that in your operation. That's an immediate uh, subsidy for small business owners.
0: Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, That is huge. And that's consistent with other programs we've seen come out uh, from other governments around the world.
1: Jamie, we have about two minutes left before we have to go to commercial break. Is there anything that you can think of that the government can do above and beyond what's been placed right now? to basically help people through this process? I know that's more of an economist question than it is, you know, the managing director for tax and estate planning. But from your perspective, uh, are there other countries doing stuff that we may want to adopt or, or, or do you have any other ideas that could help?
2: Yeah, well, there's a bunch of ideas being floated around there just on the personal tax side. I mean, one of them, for example, is RSPs, allowing people to access their RSPs uh, without tax right now. So, you know, maybe that's beneficial. You could take a certain dollar amount, whatever that you know, dollar amount could be. Uh, you can take it out, You take it out tax free and either uh, you don't you don't uh, pay tax on the income or you're allowed to pay it back. So we already have a program, the Home Buyers Plan, the Lifelong Learning Plan that allows us to, you know, be able to withdraw money and pay it back uh, interest-free, tax-free. It would be wonderful to come up with some type of plan that allows Canadians to access money in their RSP and then pay it back later on uh, when they have more cash flow. I think that's one idea. They could do similar things for our DSPs, people with disabilities who need to access some of that money right away. Maybe they could borrow it. Maybe they could take it out earlier without the normal restrictions. So I think there are some more innovative things that, uh, that uh, the government could be doing uh, in terms of relief. I think they're going to start with the emergency care benefit, 2000 bucks a month, increase the Canada Child Benefit, increase the GST credit, see how that works. And then, you know, again, this thing is evolving by the day. I wouldn't be surprised if the government comes out with additional tax measures next week.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's that's the point is it's going to continue to evolve. Jamie, we have to leave it there. I want to thank you very much for your time, shedding some light on this and um, and your thoughts going forward. Uh, we'll keep in touch. And as this evolves, uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to you again.
2: Sounds good, guys. Take care. Thank you.
0: You too. I'm joined by Jamie Golomek, who's the Managing Director of Tax and Estate Planning at CIBC Pro, uh, Private Wealth Management. Faisal, this is—it's uh, a scary situation. It's evolving. Governments it's are fast. responding to this, right? Um, um, the, the markets, and we're going to talk about this, um, uh, and have talked about this a little bit about how markets have to figure out if the stimulus equates to an economy when all of this is done, when we solve the health effect, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but it is fascinating academically. I got to tell you, we'll look back at this period of time. Uh, we will have learned lots of things, but it is this sounds wild. Like the ride. Same
1: conversation we had in two thousand and nine, my does, friend. It does sound like that <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, we have to make sense of all this because people are still retiring; they still have a lifestyle, um, and they have to support that lifestyle.
1: Yeah, and people are concerned about how do you actually bulletproof your retirement. So let's talk to our uh, to people via a webinar. We're going to host that on Tuesday, April twenty first, seven p.m online, and you need to register to get access to this webinar on how to bulletproof your retirement. Go to morethanmoneyradio.com to register. That's morethanmoneyradio.com to register.
0: Do you want to know how to protect your income in times like this? Well, stick around after the break, and we're going to tell you the secret. You're on 770 CHQR and More Than Money.
1: The secret. Dun, dun, dun. Let's
0: write a book called The Secret. The Secret oh, Retirement. Oh, that's already been done? <clears throat>
3: Your timing is excellent. The first one was about was right at ten, and the second one is nine thirty, ish. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on seven seventy CHQR, and more than money, another um, what's the right word? Exciting week, scary week, Um, uh, whatever word you want to apply (laughs) to it, um, it was be appropriate. Now, I want to at the top of the hour. I teased a little bit about um, the different phases that we're going through, so I want to set some expectations, at least as I believe how this is going to roll out. Now, I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks this period of the great negotiation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we had is a situation with the with the virus that all of a sudden the market's cr- incredible uncertainty going forward, and they just plummeted as a result of that then the markets effectively, in aggregate, started to negotiate with the central banks worldwide and governments worldwide to find a place of pricing stability based on whatever stimulus, um, protection, the word you used, protection the governments and central banks could come out with to ensure that individuals can pay the mortgage, feed the families, and businesses are around for when we need to restart the economy. Okay, That's the great negotiation. Okay. Now, I would say we're getting close to, to that negotiation. There's still things evolving for sure, but we're, uh, we're probably getting to that place of pricing stability. Okay. Now here's the second phase. Here's what to expect over the next two to eight weeks. We have to test that, that pricing stability, the forecasting power of what the market is collectively mm-hmm. against the data that comes out. Interesting week last week, 3.2, 3.3 million Americans, uh, Americans file for unemployment. One Almost 1 million Canadians file for unemployment in a week. Records on both parties, yeah. or both sides of the board, And that was low. Well, yeah. And that's why markets rallied. Right? So people look at this. This is a confusing point for people all the time. This is terrible news. Why do markets go up? right? Because what's happening now is the data, as it comes out, has to be tested against the market's expectation. Correct. And it's that test that tells us whether it's been priced in. Or it hasn't. Or not, right? It could have been underpriced or it could have been overpriced. And so now the next six to eight weeks as we get higher unemployment, you think about this. If we got unemployment numbers of almost a million in Canada, that should be 10 million in the United States. So the next round.
1: And again, it should be 10 million. It should be more than that. We should be getting to double-digit unemployment rates for short term. Has to happen on an annualized basis. Has to happen. The reason why we didn't get that right off the get go is, well, I don't know. The internet wasn't working.
0: <laughs>
1: How many people in Canada, United States, could not file right. because they couldn't get access right. to the website, the right. bandwidth, the website, whatever it may be? You know, what's trending is unemployment. Right. That's what's trending on the internet right 100%. now. Hundred percent. And so the numbers that came in just came in. It's kind of like the virus. We only know the numbers of the ones that have been detected. Yeah. Or tested. Or tested. Yeah. So now we don't even know how many people are ready to apply still.
0: Yeah, I know exactly. So there's, so,
1: there's a whole bunch of more numbers, right. more data going to come out.
0: Right. That's your second phase you're preferring to. The, that's the next two to eight weeks, right? And then the third phase, yeah. once whatever that period is, and I'm not saying hang your hat on two to eight weeks. Maybe it's a little bit longer than that. I don't know. But then we're going to see eventually the coronavirus infections start to roll over. Okay? And it's starting to do that in some countries now. We've got to see that in the United States right? The United States is the biggest of the global economy. So yes. this is important. So we need to see that happen and we need to see the death rates start to, to, to pull down. Correct. Once we start to get that, now we have a look through. And a it, recovery rate. Once yeah. you know
1: what the recovery rate is, that's how many right. people have actually had it that's right. and recovered. Those are the ones that can go back to work. That's right. And so that's where the opportunity lies. So that's where that you're you're bang on by saying now it's that, that
0: curve. Yep. Yeah. The curve becomes important, right? right.
1: So that's another data point that we need to say. So yeah. understanding where the where the financial stability, the floor is yep. understanding what the data brings us going forward, yep. which is how it gets implemented checks in people's pockets yep. and then understanding the health concern and how that slows down. Those are the next three phases. And so whatever that timeframe is, we don't know, Right. but that's what the markets are looking for. You bet. That's okay. what you expect. Now, how do we get through this? Can I, can I share with you a story? Yes. We all, when I say we all, all 14 of us got this email
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, on our team uh, and the the subject line of this email was, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. In a crisis like this, whenever I see a subject line, the word saying, thank you. Yeah. It gets my attention. You I one, want to right? open that one. I want open that one. And so dear Dave and Faisal, this is how the gentleman starts off on this email. I wanted to reach out to thank you for the great advice you gave me back in 2016. mm mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into his details of his personal situation on this email, but he, he basically said, I was out of the country, came back into the country after a 40 year career in the oil and gas industry. I wanted to get my retirement figured out. Yeah. I attended one of your seminars. I got a copy of your book and I decided to do this on my own. Right. But I took the principles of your book and what you taught me to heart. Right. And what I did was I built a 10 year income bucket. Hmm. And I put the rest in the growth bucket in my own investment selection and whatever he invested in. Yeah. And since the late 2016, I bought my in- income bucket and started managing my own portfolio so it's balanced and diversified. I can honestly say I ha- I've been financially carefree through this crisis. Wow. And I want to tell you that the work that you've done in your book and what you presented to us in, the, in, in your seminar has provided me my cash is still safe, even though there's been a 30% decline in this market. And I want, to, want you to know that the valuable of your contributions to the betterment of society and helping retirees to enjoy a happy and healthy life. I know in times like these, you are probably dealing with many nervous people. So I just wanted to say thank you. Keep up your life-changing work for so many people. And I owe you one. I owe you a huge debt of gratitude to both of you. Dave, now, this is why we do what we do.
0: Right. And I'm sure everybody can hear how impactful that that email was to us. We've been doing this for ten years, Faisal. We made a commitment ten years ago to educate. Okay. Now this is a this is a person that He's you know, not our
1: client. That's Dave. right, he
0: did it did it himself.
1: He did it himself. He took the principles of what we've done, what we've worked so hard for. Right. And at the time of crises right. when everybody's I'm going to use the words freaking out. Yeah. Anxious for sure. He took the, the, the basic pillars of our four buckets yep. and Apply implemented them. them and he's okay. Yep. And I don't care if he's my client or not, Dave. Right. He's okay. Yeah, it was an,
0: that's right. It, we, mission accomplished, right? We shared this, of course. We talked about it as a team uh, during this this time because, of course, all of our team members get impacted by the anxiety that, that people feel. This is why we do what we do.
1: Exactly. And this is our purpose. Yeah. And so I want to say thank you to this gentleman for sending us the email because we wouldn't have known what his experience was until he sent that email. Right. I want people to know that, you know, we work our tail off to make sure that we can protect our clients' lifestyle. We can take that one step further now. We just want people to enjoy their lifestyle in retirement.
0: Absolutely. That's it. You get to retire. Your lifestyle doesn't. That's our
1: mission. And so to have this as a thank you um, is the biggest and best reward that I've received ever, ever. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say kudos to the entire Popovich Carmelia Advisory Group. The entire team dedicates themselves every single day to have people go through this type of an experience.
0: Okay. I'm going to bring it back to structure and discipline, Faisal. Yeah. Because there's um, structure and discipline is what keeps, is what protects you and insulates income. Remember, we talk about the four buckets. Uh, the number one thing we educate people about as you move into retirement, right, is that there is no longer one singular goal that you have for your assets, and you need to dedicate assets to achieve different objectives. That's what the four buckets are built on,
1: and and that's where we want to bring the key things in people's lives of making sure you have protection of your income because that's what you worry about in times like this. You bet. We want to make sure you have some concept that you're going to have growth over the long term because you need that to offset inflation.
0: And have the time to weather the ups and downs in the growth markets. It is
1: so hard for people who don't have an income bucket that they're drawing on their savings right now during a market pullback like this. Right. And it's challenging. And so having this structure in place, having the discipline to stick to it, is what gives you the highest degree of probability of success throughout Mm -hmm. your retirement. So thank you, sir, for sending us this email. And we want to share more and more of this to everybody. And I want to let everybody know, you can join us on our live webinar to understand the concepts of our asset dedication, four buckets approach to bulletproof your retirement on Tuesday, April 21st, 7 p.m. Now you need to register online. So please go to morethanmoneyradio.com. That's more than moneyradio.com to register.
0: Okay, Uh, and I think you get the sense. I'm glad you chose that email to share with people because this this is about education. The seminar is about helping people through this period of retirement. And if you don't have the skills to do it yourself, we're happy to help in that respect. But that's not what this is about. We just want to educate about the structure and discipline necessary to get you through that period. So um, thanks for tuning in to another edition of More Than Money on 770 CHQR. Uh, we look forward to chatting with you again next week.